12 picks in three days. Patriots fans, it's time to meet your 2023 New England Patriots draft class, and you're about to be locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful. Thank you once again for taking time out of your busy schedule each and every day to listen to Locked On Patriots. Welcome to your special weekend draft recap, meet the Patriots edition of the Locked On Patriots podcast. Of course, remember, we are a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. Patriots fans, I am your host, Mike DeBate, and I cover your New England Patriots or Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. So reach out to me and let me know what's on your mind on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're out there showing some love to the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. That's fans, it has been an eventful three days for the Patriots in Kansas City or I should say the New England Patriots draft team that's been doing their due diligence out of one Patriots place in Foxborough, Massachusetts, in the corporate offices of Gillette Stadium. Twelve picks for your New England Patriots, the most the past have taken since the 2010 draft. And that was a memorable one. Devin McCourty, Rob Gronkowski, the highlighters out of that draft. Do we have some potential Patriots Hall of Famers in this one? Well, you're going to have to be the judge on that, and we will break down each and every pick for the Patriots here on this special weekend edition of the Locked On Patriots podcast. But we start first with the star of the draft, and you recall here on Friday, we were all excited to meet Christian Gonzalez, the Patriots' new shutdown corner. Well, less than 24 hours after he was selected with pick number 17, The Patriots officially introduced cornerback Christian Gonzalez to the region on Friday. He took the Gillette Stadium field for the first time as a member of the Patriots, and he was initiated into the Foxborough fold by none other than team owner and chairman Robert Kraft, as well as team president Jonathan Kraft. Now, before presenting, being presented with a Patriots blue jersey, he had a photo opportunity. And as you can see on the screen, if you're viewing this on YouTube, it definitely was a sight to be seen. Kraft made it clear the Patriots are an improved team for having secured Gonzalez's services. He said, I think last night, meaning Thursday night, the New England Patriots got better. And I think we're all in agreement on that, folks. For the rest of the weekend, well, the jury still might be out on that. But right now, I think everyone is in agreement that Christian Gonzalez coming here at pick 17, tremendous value, tremendous upside, and the Patriots are excited to have him in the fold. And Christian is excited to be here as well, being quoting, oh, it means everything. I'm super excited to come in and get to work and learn from the Hall of Fame coaches. I can't ask for a much better opportunity than that. Bravo, Christian. Absolutely. And we are abs- we are thrilled to have you here in New England. But it wasn't all about just Christian Gonzalez this weekend, as day two and day three gave way to 11 new Patriots over the course of that 48-hour span. Talked a little bit about the Patriots' second-round pick on 
Friday here. And if you follow along on YouTube or you're subscribed to Locked On Patriots, wherever you get your podcasts, a special edition of my interview with Locked On Sports Today host Peter Bukowski regarding edge rusher Keon White, who the Patriots selected with the second pick, number 46 in the second round. And Keon comes as a clear need for the edge rush with the Patriots. He fills this nicely. I said that he projected as a five-technique defensive end, and I'll get back to that in a moment. I stand by that, and I will explain my uh, reasoning for it. But the size that he brings, 6'5", 285, he has size, athleticism, is going to see most of his time where he's basically best suited, but he has the versatility to move all over the defensive front. He's still considered a developmental talent as a pass rusher, but he can also be an immediate uh, contributor against the run. And for the record, folks, this is where I believe he will begin. I saw some confusion on that in the comments, and I agree with you. He's probably going to begin his career and be most effective as a rookie in run blocking. But at the same time, I don't believe that's where he's going to end up. That's not who he's going to be in terms of his ceiling. He'll take on a much bigger role in this defense. I think eventually going to evolve into a five-tech, three-down player who might occasionally even drop into coverage. And if you don't believe me, check the film on this kid. I think you will agree, tremendous size, tremendous athleticism, but really tremendous speed. And I think that's the most impressive thing about Keon White. Patriots did a great job with this pick, and they were definitely proud and happy to get him into the fold. But the New England Patriots were about to begin a journey of adding players that may raise an eyebrow or two among the fan base, but ultimately... They got a lot of value in this franchise over the course of the last two days, meaning Friday and Saturday. We're going to start with the Patriots' third round, with the Patriots' third selection, the second selection overall on Friday. And folks, it is going to be a fun time because we are going to break that all down here for you when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, please remember, folks, that today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. And as Patriots fans, you know how difficult it is to build a professional sports dynasty, a true dynasty. What do you guys think? Do you think the New England Patriots took a step towards restoring the glory days with this draft this weekend? Do you think you can outdraft Bill Belichick? Well, you're going to get your opportunity when you try your hand at general management with Ultimate Football GM. My colleagues and I at the Locked On Podcast Network absolutely had a blast competing in this game. I know that you will, too, because with Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, managing all the finances, including negotiating players' salaries in terms. Folks, all of it in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is free and playable offline, so you can play on the go as you want, when you want to. And Patriots fans, listen up, because you get a 100% free boost to your franchise when using the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps in the game store. That's LOCKEDON in all caps, so make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com, Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. Patriots fans, thank you all for joining us here on this 
weekend episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast. And I want to give a special shout out to all of you everydayers. Your support continues to be humbling. I appreciate each and every one of you. We've given you a lot of content over the course of the last few days, and you have been tremendous in showing your support, giving your feedback, good, bad, or indifferent. It's all a learning experience for me, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And don't forget that Monday here on the pod, the legendary Thomas Murphy is going to join me to grade the Patriots draft. Three segments, three grades, one overall mark. You're not going to want to miss this one, folks. So stay locked in to Locked On Patriots. But it's time to continue to meet the new Patriots. And we start in round three. Pick number 76 goes to Sacramento State safety linebacker hybrid Marty Mapu. And Marte is an interesting prospect. The Patriots hosted him on a visit earlier this month, and really, I think, projects as a versatile defensive option, lined up in multiple different areas for the Hornets, and he's the reigning Big Sky Defensive Player of the Year. So the Patriots getting a good one here. During his senior season, played in 13 games, totaling 76 tackles. Six and a half of those went for a loss, one sack, two interceptions, and one forced fumble. He was named to the 2022 First Team All-Big Sky, and despite playing at the FCS level over his college career, Mapu showed that he has the ability to line up anywhere defensively. He's lined up at linebacker, cornerback, even getting some reps at the nickel corner over his six-year college tenure. So a jack-of-all-trades, probably a guy that can come in and maybe be an understudy or a replacement to a guy like Adrian Phillips or Jabril Peppers. This kid plays with a physicality and with an athleticism that I think Patriots fans are really going to love. And if you don't take my word for it, NFL draft analyst Daniel Jeremiah referred to Mapu as his favorite player in the draft. So it's very tough to argue with that type of endorsement. Again, this was a great pick for the Pats. I know a lot of you were hoping offense here, but believe me when I tell you, the Patriots got a very, very good player and someone that I think can be a part of this defense for a number of years to come. In the fourth round, the Patriots were about to move on, and they moved on in a big way, and they moved on to a center. That's right, folks. The Patriots going in the middle of this draft, and they drafted Jake Andrews in uh, round four in pick number 107 to open up day three. Now, Andrews' fit in New England system stems from his versatility. He played all across all three interior positions, started at center in his senior season, and that's where I think he projects best. Now, He's at his best when he's keeping interior linemen from the side, mostly in power run and in outside zone schemes. But he's also very effective to reach the second level. He can seal the lane for the runner, take good angles, but he also knows his limitations as an athlete. And to me, this is something that is endearing to an offensive line prospect. Most of them are still trying to find themselves. Jake Andrews is pretty well comfortable with who he is. And that's something that I think could help him to see the field in short order, maybe sooner rather than later. I think this is probably a good move for the Pats. Center is a position where they might be in need in one or two years. I think he could end up being the primary backup to David Andrews, and I still think he may uh, spend some time around the interior because he can play guard as well. Might see him sub in for Cole Strange, James Ferentz, Cody Rusey, maybe even Michael Wainu at times. So Jake Andrews, again, not one of the more popular picks of the day, but when you look at what the Patriots needed, they needed to go offense, and they did it in a big way. 
The second pick that the Patriots made in the fourth round was the one that sent shockwaves not only through Pats Nation, but really through the NFL Draft Twitterverse. And that was the fourth round kicker. At pick number 112, which the Patriots acquired via trade, Chad Ryland out of the University of Maryland. And he started his collegiate career at East Michigan University. He was a freshman, played all 13 games, and made all 41 attempted point after tries. I love Nick Folk. Had some difficulty last year executing the PATs. This kid definitely has ice water running through his veins when it comes to that. During his sophomore season, played in all 13 games again and made 38 point after tries. In the 2020 season that was shortened by the pandemic, he only played six, but he played in all of them. He was named second team All-Mac and as a junior, played in all 13 of his games and made 19 field goals. Transferred to the University of Maryland prior to the 2022 season, Again, an Ironman played in all 12 games, 16 field goals, and for his efforts, he earned a selection to the 2022 second team, all Big Ten, with an 82% success rate. And nothing is certain yet, folks, but when you use this kind of draft capital, fourth rounder, likely meaning the end for kicker Nick Folk in New England. And if it is, it's been a hell of a ride, and we tip the gap and nod to the gods for Nick Folk. But Chad Ryland looks like he is going to be your new kicker in New England. Folks, the Patriots continued to add to their bulk in the middle part of the interior of the offensive line, going round four with City So, a bigger guard prospect. So is going to be scheme limited, but he has the talent to develop into a backup guard. 6'5", 330, no problem with size here. Played all 13 games for the Eagles last season, en route to his first team all-Mac nod in 2022. If you watch the film on So, he's a very big-framed guard, but a strong lower part of his body, and his play strength was very solid, and it was evident mostly in the run game. He can put defenders in the dirt, and that's something the Patriots absolutely love. He's also able to drive some defenders backwards when he plays low on man-blocking concepts. He's got some experience at the collegiate level, which means that he could be in line to see the field sooner rather than later, much like I said about Jake Andrews. Very high football IQ on this kid. Here's what the Patriots love most. He can handle the stunts. He can handle the twists. Always gives him the chance to make a, sw a strong push. And when he does that, he really shows that he has a very good working knowledge of everything that's going on in the field. I think he'll project this year as a swing guard and you never know. He might end up seeing the field a little bit more than you think, especially if they choose to move Michael Wainu over to the tackle position. I know a lot of people are discounting that, especially bringing in Riley Rafe um, and with uh, uh, Connor McDermott coming back, Calvin Anderson in the mix. But there's no question about it. Michael Wainu is probably the best offensive lineman they have. He's headed for unrestricted free agency and probably for a very big payday. Will the Patriots pay that out? Or did they get City So to try to help replace some of what he brings to the table? Only time will tell on that, folks. But I was impressed with this pick. And I know the Patriots fans, once you see him on the field, you will be as well. Patriots continued their interior offensive line overhaul by getting a very big man from the West Coast. Antonio Maffi, and Maffi projects as a swing option for New England, mostly in the interior. He's capable of playing both guard positions, could play a little bit of center as well, but I think they got him primarily to be for a guard. And even though he wasn't invited to the scouting combine, his athleticism 
clearly visible on his game film, especially for a guy his size. Plays with very good balance. That's going to help him get a job at the pro level, and I assume it will be here in New England. But his hand placement is something I would keep my eye on because he's very top-heavy, gives him the opportunity to maybe get a little over-aggressive. And this has led to some balance issues, but when he squares his hands, he's definitely as solid as any tackle in this class. 6'3", 329-pound frame, no question about it. You're not going to be able to move him around very easily. I think the Patriots are going to look to help him try to shed some weight before the season, but if he can receive the development that he needs to under offensive line coaches Adrian Clem and Billy Yates, Mafia, I think, has the talent and skill set to develop into a very productive guard here in New England's power run sets. So through the fifth round here in New England, Patriots going very heavy on offensive linemen so far on Saturday, which is day three of the NFL draft. But folks, we're not done yet because we still have the sixth and the seventh rounds to come. Patriots have had some luck in the sixth and seventh rounds in the past. You know, we all remember pick number 99 in the 2000 draft. Is there another diamond in the rough? Will you get to be the judge of that when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues? But first, folks, please remember that today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at Built.com. Patriots fans, if you're looking for a delicious snack but don't want all of the sugar and calories, then you need the best tasting protein bar ever, and that is Built. I keep saying it every day. I mean it every day. Folks, you've got to try Built products. I'm not sure how they do it, but these bars taste exactly like a candy bar, but they maintain amazing macros. And here's what's even better. They're healthy for you. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now, you don't need weight to get a box. For years, we've talked about ordering Built Bars at Built.com. Well, now you can get them at your local Walmart or your local Sam's Club. That's right. If you're out and about, you're near a Sam's Club, you're near a Walmart, stop in and you can get all of your favorites. Still get all of your favorites at Built.com, but you can get some of your favorites at Walmart or Sam's Club. You can walk in up to the pharmacy section at Walmart, buy a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puff. You're near a Sam's Club, run in, you can grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter puff and churro puff. Don't delay, do it today. You can thank me later. You gotta try this, Built.com. Patriots fans, we continue on in our Meet the Patriots draft weekend episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast. And again, thank you so much to all of you weekenders out there that happen to be Locked On Patriots everydayers. And for any of our new listeners, and of course, for any of our occasional listeners as well, thank you for your support over draft weekend. Truly honored, truly humbled, and truly appreciative of all of your feedback. We get good, we get bad, we get negative, we get positive, indifferent. It all helps us to learn. So thank you for caring enough to share your feedback with me. As long as you're respectful, it's something that I always, always take to heart. So in that vein, folks, we now move to the sixth round of the 2023 NFL Draft. And folks, it's been a great ride so far. The sixth round has been very kind to your New England Patriots in the past. And with their first pick in the sixth round at number 187, Patriots may have found a potential diamond in the rough. Kayshawn Butte, the wide receiver out of LSU, disappointing season in Baton Rouge last year, did not test well at all 
in pre-draft predictions, but Boudet is an explosive big play threat when he's on his game. 5'11", 195 pounds. He's not a majorly sizable receiver, but adequately sized. But he's very tough to bring down after the catch. This kid is as tough as they come. And he can be very elusive when changing direction. And he has the speed to be able to do it. His ability to adjust his body to make contested catches makes him a potential game changer for the Patriots in the wide receiver room. And I don't say that lightly. Uh, there definitely is the tools and the skill set to succeed. Really is all about his health, first of all. And it's all about his buy-in. Getting first to his health, he sat out the spring while recovering from a season-ending ankle injury. That eventually required a second surgery. So because of the fact that he had to miss some time, he took a little bit of a statistical dip, but still a more than respectable stat sheet. 14 touchdowns, 1,244 receiving yards, 16 games, 11 starts. He also set an SEC record for receiving yards in a game, 308 as a freshman. Those stats are total at LSU, folks. and he did have some off-field issues. We're going to get into those in a little bit here on Locked On Patriots. But for today, we're taking a look at what the positives can be and the potential of Kayshawn Butte. And I think he could be a top-level talent if he buys in. Keep an eye on this one, folks. A lot would have to go right. But if it does, this one could be another sixth-round pick for the Patriots to remember. Don't true, folks. I'm not putting him on the level of Tom Brady, but I'm just saying this one could be a lot better than the sixth rounder that the Patriots had to cough up, essentially, to get his services. This may be one of my favorite and one of my um, most interesting picks of the day, folks, and that is Brian Barringer coming in here, and he will be your new punter for this year, assumedly. And the New England Patriots using sixth-round draft capital to draft Bryce Barringer is something to me that tells me he's going to compete, at least for the starting job. The 2022 punter of the year played in 13 games in his senior year, averaged 48.4 yards per punt. That's a school record, and it ranked second in Big Ten history. He decided to use his extra year of eligibility and as a graduate senior, he had an outstanding season. He averaged 49 yards per punt. That ranked first in the Big Ten and in FBS. And he was also named to the 2022 NCA Consensus All-America team. 2022 was a great year for Perringer. He broke the Michigan State record for yards per punt. That was at 49, while also ranking first in Big Ten history in career punting average with 46 yards. One of the more decorated players at his position in NCAA history, so therefore, it should come as no surprise that Barringer became just the 52nd punter to be drafted since 1997. And as for your New England Patriots, they become the first team since the 2000 Raiders to draft a punter and a kicker in the same draft. And Barringer and Rylan actually have been teammates before as well. There's a lot of holding experience there, a lot of synergy. Don't kid yourself. The Patriots definitely look for a battery mate that could work together. And I think Bryce Barringer and Chad Ryland have bright futures here in New England. So maybe it wasn't the more popular pick in the world for the Patriots to use draft capital on a kicker and a punter, but folks, special teams and specialists count for a whole lot. And if these guys are making kicks and drilling punts deep into territory, it's going to be a definite win for the New England Patriots on both. So the Pats finally continued to cultivate a little bit more of their wide receiver room, and they went at the sixth 
in the sixth round at pick number 210 with wide receiver Demario Douglas. And Douglas is someone that the Patriots had an opportunity to get a little bit of an up-close and personal look at the Shrine Bowl. Now, he has shiftiness and speed that pop off the screen when you watch him play. That's why I think he could be someone to monitor for this team. Clearly, what he showed in agility and athleticism was enough for Patriots coaches to really be impressed at that East-West Shrine Bowl. But he's not very sizable, folks. 5'8", 185-pound frame. So you're not going to get a whole lot of contested catchability, not going to get a whole lot of jump catches or be able to get over some of the bigger cornerbacks or defensive backs that he's going to be facing. But I think he projects as a very good slot-receiving prospect. He can be effective in short yardage. He's developed the knack of anticipating defenders when they're going to attack him. So what that does is it gives him the skill set to evade his tackler, especially when he has the ball in his hands and open space. His acceleration, his speed, that's a surprising asset. When teams play him in soft coverage, assuming that he's not going to be able to go up and make the catch, he can do it and then make you pay afterwards. Yards after the catch is big with Bill O'Brien, and I think he'll like what he has in Demario Douglas here. So. The Patriots continue along in the sixth round. Pick number 214 goes to cornerback or special team specialist, I should say, Amir Speed. And what an appropriate name for this kid. A 4.3 40-yard dash. Incredible when it comes to what this kid can do in terms of flying down the field. member of the national champion winning Georgia Bulldogs, but he transferred to, to Michigan State prior to the 2022 season. Four-year letter winner at Georgia, 2017 and then 2019 through 2021. He played in 48 games for the Bulldogs, again, a member of that 2021 National Championship Club, and he finished at Georgia with 25 career tackles. But his possession of some of the traits that the Patriots have looked for in cornerbacks really begins and ends with the speed. He's got speed, but not only that, sizable, 6'3", and think just the Patriots have an opportunity here to put him in, give him the time at cornerback, but he'll also feature on special teams. My favorite stat about Amir Speed recorded over 500 snaps with Georgia on special teams. Do you think the Patriots are not going to utilize that, folks? I do not know what to tell you. They are absolutely looking at Amir Speed as a big-time special teams contributor. Last but certainly not least, the last pick of the afternoon went to Cornerback, again, special teamer, Isaiah Bolden with pick number 45 in the seventh round. And Isaiah Bolden is another one that can absolutely fly. Projects both as a depth corner, but a special teams contributor most efficiently. 6'1", 193 pounds. Began his college career at Florida State, but decided to redshirt his freshman season. He played in all 13 games as a true freshman earning nine tackles, one interception. He also contributed on special teams a lot as a kickoff returner. This could be where Isaiah Bolden is used most effectively. Transferred to Jackson State University for his junior season, played in 10 games, eight tackles, but he was an absolutely dominant kickoff returner, averaging 36.9 yards per return with two kickoffs returned for touchdowns. And during his senior season, he played in 13 games, 44 tackles, Two and a half tackles for loss and one fumble recovery. Patriots fans, Marcus Jones is dynamic with the ball in his hands, but you're asking for trouble if you want him to be both your kick returner and your punt returner. I think right now the New England Patriots with Isaiah Bolden returning kicks 
and Marcus Jones returning punts could be a lethal combination for the Pats when it comes to return game in special teams. And the Pats place a premium on that, perhaps more than any other team in the league. Doesn't surprise me that some of the picks that they made, especially on day three, have a very big special teams presence. So there is your class of 2023 for the New England Patriots. And what are your thoughts on this class, folks? Well, don't forget that Monday here on the pod, the legendary Thomas Murphy will be joining me to grade the Patriots draft. Again, three segments, three grades, and one overall mark. But don't let Monday have to come in order to share your feedback. Drop me a line in the comments section on YouTube or reach out to us at LO underscore Patriots and YouTube, excuse me, on Twitter. And you can definitely let us know what your thoughts are. Who are your favorite picks? Which picks wouldn't you have made? Did the Patriots leave one of your favorites on the board? We'd love to hear some of your feedback. And again, Thank you all for being everydayers. Thank you all for all of your support to Locked On Patriots. And I appreciate each and every one of you. Folks, it's been a long weekend here for us. And we are going to get a little bit of rest, but we'll be back with you first thing here on Monday morning as Murph and I grade the Patriots 2023 draft class. In the meantime, continue to stay safe, stay well, be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone. And we'll see you back here on Monday right here on Locked on Patreon.